Hello, listeners. Welcome back to Speak On It. I am Julia. And I'm Emily. And today, we have a little spooky little ep for you. I don't know, we're feeling pretty spooky, even though it's August. I don't know, we're just in our spooky feels right now. Definitely. Also, mainly, for me at least, it's way too hot. I just want it to be fall, and this is a good way of manifesting that. It's way too freaking hot. And honestly, the lightning and thunderstorms this morning got me in a spooky mood. It brought me so much joy. It was raining for like 10 minutes and I was like, oh, I'm happy again. We love that. So, um, where do we start here? How about our spooky little, spooky little weekend update? Okay. Um, well, I'm trying to think of like anything entertaining that came from this weekend other than thunder and lightning which is I know, like I'm the most surprising part journal. yeah oh yeah i've also started that's a fun little update i can give i've started doing future self journaling Ooh. because i've always really liked your like bullet journaling but i'm like i like just don't have the time for that or if i did it would like i could tell it would consume my life because i'd try to make it so perfect and I was like, okay, not going to do that. But I just follow these like prompts from this woman called the holistic psychologist on Instagram. And so far it's been working out pretty well. I like Yay. it. Wait, so explain to me like what you do. So basically like each day you write like an affirmation for yourself. And like each day it's the same like questions, but you kind of choose like a different behavior you want to change or like something in your life you want to change. And the idea is that either through writing it you realize that you already have those traits and that you like don't need to change or by writing it down it makes it easier to change like in the future and you're like manifesting it I don't know but I'm just gonna keep sticking with it because at this point I'll take anything I can get any way to (laughs) try and ensure things go smoothly dang that actually sounds really interesting it is I would recommend it Oh, okay. So my weekend update on Friday, I turned 18. So <laughs> that's a fun little time. I can, what can I do now? I can buy scratchers. I can vote. Please vote. Um, yes, please vote. What else can I do? <laughs> oh, I can sell my clothes at Crossroads for money. That, uh, wow. That's fun. Wow. I went and did that today. Um, what else happened this weekend? I started my 30-day free trial of Amazon Prime, so I'm going to try to finish six seasons of Teen Wolf in 30 days. Nice. How do we Oh, I honestly feel like I can do it. Yeah, you're up to the task. You've got it. (laughs) Yeah, I, after the training that was, um, what was it? After the training that was Lucifer and New Girl and then Community, I honestly feel fit for the task. Speaking of Community, I'm almost done with season one. I just have some general, yes, I've gotten into the swing of things. I have some general like show slash YouTube catching up to do, but that's my plan for tonight. I'm going to watch Community and also, you know, Puppet History because you got to give a shout out to Puppet History. I also have not watched all of Puppet History yet. I'm like midway through it but it's pretty fire so far. (laughs) Wait, so what episode of Community are you on? Oh, let's see. I think I want to say 18. (gasps) Yes. Okay. 18. What? 
what are some notes you have for me? Like, react for me so we can talk about this. I'm so excited. Okay, so basically one thing that I've definitely noticed is, like, at first when you said the thing about, like, this show was made in 2009 and there's, like, it's very clear that it could be made now. At first I was like, yeah, I kind of get that. And then, like, after a few episodes, I was like, oh, mm-hmm, yeah. But I really like the dynamic between, like, I don't know, I'll put a general spoiler alert out there right now. Because I'd been talking to you before and I was like, I don't really care whether Britta and Jeff are together. And then he started dating this professor woman. And I was like, never mind. I care. There's an <laughs> obstacle now. Now oh I care. God. Now I'm invested. Slater. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, have you gotten to debate 109 yet? Yes. Okay. How do we feel about that? I was like both intrigued and like confused and mystified and I was watching it like out in the family room because it's extremely hot in our house and I was just trying to cool down and my dad walked out and he was like what is this singing like what is going on (laughs) yeah all right you'll see the you know okay so you know the big thing that happened in debate 109 Yes. That will be a big theme. (laughs) Oh, boy. And that's on period. Okay, where did we leave off? I'm sorry, we were having some technical difficulties. Yeah. The star just went out. Honestly, mine might be next, but we'll see how it goes. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Have you gotten to the dance yet? Yes. Yeah, that was the main reason why I was thinking about, like, stuff that's in 2009 that might not be okay today. Or definitely is not okay today. Yeah, which is crazy because I'm, like, obviously, like, I I don't know. It's weird to think of, like, an era so recent that has a sense of humor or, like, jokes that would be, like, canceled immediately. Oh, yeah. And so one of our other friends, Monica, hey, Monica, is, is also watching Community. And at, the, at first she was like, uh, Julia, I don't know if I could do this. I was like, please stick with it. And she's like, oh, it's actually really good. I'm watching it right now. And I was like, yes, I'm helping convert. It's so good. Um, ooh, let me tell you about some shows that I've been re- watching recently. I blazed through The Umbrella Academy really wonderful show it's so good um yeah it's an amazing show it's like kind of quirky it's definitely more like fantasy I think than I think you would like but it's Mm -hmm. it's honestly a really good show um what else obviously Teen Wolf because duh uh I I watched five episodes this today so that's great um what else oh the birthday gift of a century You've heard me speak about Avatar The Last Airbender, but have you heard me speak about the reboot, baby? I'm talking Legend of Korra. Um, that was put on Netflix on my birthday, and I binge-watched the first season so fast. And my main takeaway was they really did not have to animate General Iroh so fine, but they <laughs> did. And I thank them for that. Um, yeah. That was my birthday gift. Wow. What a gift. I know. I was blessed. <laughs> One other All kind right. of... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go for it. 
One other thing that has been kind of hard this week is a lot of our friends are leaving for college. And I said I said goodbye to one friend like a couple days before my birthday. Um, I'm saying I said goodbye to another today. And it's kind of tough and I miss them a lot already because we're here and we're sad. But it'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, definitely. It's also just so weird like because of this whole pandemic situation if people are like going out of state they're here but they're like self-quarantining yeah they can go to school so it's such a weird concept to be like you're here we're both just sitting in our houses but like you can't do anything about it Mm -hmm. and I also just think it's like I don't know it's so weird to be planning to taking like for taking classes or like me being like maybe I'll move winter quarter I don't know like it's just such a freaking weird concept and I'm not over it yep that's how it is all right do we want to get into the spooky juice the monster mash (laughs) I don't know do we want to get into spooky stuff I think we should I mean first off I just thought of something because I actually was watching a horror movie last night so have you seen any good classic horror films recently? Okay, here's the tea. I hate horror movies. I'm <laughs> so easily scared. I cannot do it. Like, I'm so... Uh, uh, I hate I hate horror movies. I hate being scared. I, I think I've said this once, but I'll say it until I die. I don't really... I don't think I believe in ghosts, but oh man, I'm so scared of them what i meant because of recently last night my family we were like okay we should find a movie to watch and then it was like getting to the point where you spend forever picking a movie yeah so like you're just like okay just go with this one so we chose dr sleep which is based off like a Stephen (gasps) king movie yeah here was the problem though i've never actually seen the shining i just like know all the references because like it's the shining like here's johnny yeah exactly you're gonna hear the references so i think at first i was kind of like a little like oh spooky but then one one of the kid actors in it like went to my old school so i was like that's weird that immediately takes you out of the like whole like fantasy mystification like confusion part of it and then two the concept of it was just so weird because basically in it I'm guessing you haven't seen it I have not is that the one with Ewan McGregor yes okay so the reason why I was like at first I was like ooh spooky but then was like this is weird it's because the whole concept is there's people that have like the shining like the Ewan McGregor whatever his name is I forget his Danny Danny in the movie he has like the shining so he is like ESP or whatever and can get in people's heads but he's like trying to avoid it because he's trying to let it lead a calm life and then there's these people part of a group called the knot that are like trying to feed off the shining except for they like call it the steam and then I don't know it was just one of those where it was too like sci-fi and too unrealistic for me to actually be scared by it which leads me to I know you like tr- true crime. I love true crime. I'm just I, curious. Do you agree that true crime is like far more scary than any like horror concept? Or does true crime is still- absolutely bonkers to me? Like it's so scary. Like 
because with with stuff like ghosts demons whatever right if you don't believe it's not scary exactly my problem true crime is undeniable like true crime is so scary like not even we're i'm just talking about horror movies right now like stuff like i know what you did last summer like those types of deals and like what is it american psycho are Mm -hmm. absolutely bonkers to me like i couldn't i could probably do like the ring before i do like american psycho like i love christian bale i've already established this but (laughs) honey no but yeah i i do love a good true crime i was just thinking about all the like all the horror movies i like there's only like three one of them is crimson peak which isn't even really a horror movie it's just like weird um the other two are just the jordan peele ones get out and us i love those movies but they're really scary like i just i honestly like them for the metaphors though like i was watching jordan peele explain uh get out and like some of the metaphors in it i was like wow this man's a genius but other than that i cannot do horror movies well, I think just like you said, my problem is I don't really believe in that type of stuff. So when they're out here, like, in that movie where they're, like, we're feeding off the essence of you. I'm like, this is dumb. So, like, yeah, I definitely think for me, true crime is much more like, oh, this is real. This could happen. Like, for example, one of the, like, first true crime documentaries I really got into was Abducted in Plain Sight. Have you seen that one? No. Okay. 10 out of 10 recommend. But basically, it's like, they interviewed this family and the girl that got abducted and she got abducted not once but twice by their like family friend and then the weird part is the entire family was like totally infatuated with him and was still like well he was just a real good guy like he was just so charming and I was like that's scarier because that's like realistic you know yeah do you have a true crime case that like completely mystifies you or that's like your favorite like true oh case? boy Okay, so I do think, like, John Bonet is really fascinating. Just oh, cause, yeah. like, it's a national obsession. Like, I can think of, like, I can't think of anything else that really has that level of, like, intensity. But me, personally, I don't know. I like so many of them that I couldn't really pick just one. But what about you? I don't know either. I think I personally am more of a, like, supernatural type of thing. Like, I, I don't know. But... John Bonet definitely is one. The OJ yeah. Simpson case. Mm. Oh my gosh, let me talk about that. I started watching the like People versus OJ Simpson on Netflix and I started watching it with my mom and my mom was like, "Oh, like I already know what happens." <laughs> and I was like, "How do you know? Oh, you were alive. That's cool." Oh my god. And then I read I read that like OJ's out now or something. Oh yeah, he's out and about. There was like some video I only know about it because SNL did a parody of it. But it was, like, OJ, and, like, it was from, like, this coronavirus time, and he was, like, I've been golfing, I'm at my house, and I was, like, what? what? Oh, okay, this mm-hmm. is confusing. Oh, there's some other things I, okay, this is kind of going off topic. There are two, like, general things that I'm also kind of obsessed with. The first being Alcatraz. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think Alcatraz is the craziest thing on the, well, I think both of these things I'm I like because I'm in the Bay. The other is the Winchester Mystery House. 
I love, dude, I want to work at the Winchester Mystery House. Like, this last semester, I was like, is there a way for me to work there? But, like, it would not have worked, realistically. And also, realistically, I probably would have gotten lost in the freaking thing. But I just, like, because I feel like it's so close to us, it's, like, our, like, little supernatural heaven. Just like, It's our so spooky close. town, yeah. Exactly. Well, so, the funny story about this is I actually toured it Okay, I toured it with my mom. I remember it was, like, a 12.30 day at school. And my mom was like, hey, Julia, like, we should go tour the Winchester Mystery House. And I was like, okay, sick. I was probably around nine. And I didn't know that it was haunted. Or, like, okay. (laughs) Context. I was doing a book report about architecture. And I was like, oh. And my mom was like, oh, this is really old, like, really cool house. It has really weird architecture. It has, like, doors that go nowhere, like, weird stairs. And I was like, sick this is gonna be great for my book report so I went with my mom and I didn't know it was haunted and then while they were giving us the tour the like tour guide was like oh yeah like this is the exact bed where she died and I was like slowly losing my mind on that tour I was like oh my gosh I'm literally where someone died that's so weird and then ever since I've just been kind of like obsessed with it yeah that's definitely like a good one because I I didn't go until I was actually in high school. Like, I'd never actually been inside it. But then my dad, for his birthday, his birthday's in January, so it was, like, rainy. And so he was like, okay, well, why don't we just go, like, tour the Winchester Mystery House? And so we went, and we also took my little brother, who's, like, five. And that was the kind of funniest slash most stressful thing ever, just because he would want to, like, check out a staircase. And I'm like, in this house, you cannot check out a staircase. Like, this is not the time or place. (laughs) If he's going to get abducted, it's going to be by a demon. Yeah, but then on the other side, I was like, "Mm, not too sure about that one. think this is probably just when people didn't know enough about mental health or therapy. But again, that's a skeptic in me, so. That's facts. But, okay, so moving on slightly, I had this conversation with Blythe. Hi, Blythe. Um, the other day when we were getting super super deep into conversation graveyards okay what about all right so i whenever i have this weird fact like i've I've talked about i think how i'm kind of superstitious i cross my fingers when i drive by a graveyard and then i when i drive past i break the connection by like uncrossing my fingers but i always am so like fascinated by the gravestones and like looking at the gravestone and being like dang like this person died in 1870 like that's so crazy that they're right here they had this whole life and it's so crazy to me and I kind of love it but I you would never ever see me step foot in a graveyard well we used to do for Girl Scouts we would go for like Veterans Day and like place flags at the different graves and I kind of like oh it's like oh it's kind of like oh this is like a little fun excursion just because, like, one, it is a really good thing, I think, for, like, people to do and recognize, like, giving back to others and honoring people, totally. like, even once they've passed on. But also just, like, looking at the different stories, like, there would be ones where they're, like, this is, like, a husband and wife. And, like, there were other ones where families had come and, like, left stuff. And I just think it's kind of interesting that we put, like, such a personal part of our lives in such, like, a public space. Like, it's kind of an interesting comment on like society or like how we all function you know yeah I think it's really cool too like if you think about like a graveyard that's a bunch of different people that lived at all different times and they had all different lives 
And, like, all the stories just in that one plot of land must be, like, ridiculous. Yeah, totally. It definitely makes you wonder, like, just what you're looking around. But going off your thing you said about crossing your fingers, when I, like, joined that, let's say, Girl Scout troop, we went on a field trip and, like, drove by a different graveyard and everyone held their breath. And I was like, what are y'all so doing? And then enter after- you. That's what they were saying. They were like, the ghosts can't enter you that way. And I'm pretty sure I looked at them like, what on You earth inhaled extra hard. <laughs> I was like, okay, come for me. Try me. Why Try don't you? Guess who has a heartbeat? It's not you. Exactly. That's how you really went against them. Okay. How, okay. Have you put any thought into like, what would you rather be like buried or cremated? I think cremated. Really? Yeah, just because, like, I don't know when, but at some point I became quite claustrophobic. So, like, the idea of, like, spending eternity, like, underground in a box, like, I used to always want to be buried. And I like the idea of, like, being buried with your family. But then I'm like, if you're cremated, your family gets a little bottle of you they can keep around. Like, And there are companies that will, like, make you into, like, a necklace or something. Yeah, you can, like, I think that's your really cool. make a tree. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. Well, you can. <laughs> You know, okay, I also was in the same boat. I was like, oh, I should probably get buried so I can, like, knock on wood, like, it's not going to be soon. But, um, sorry, I'm, like, reaching down to the floor and knocking on wood. But then sometimes along the lines, I, like, because I believe in heaven, right? I was like, what if I'm looking, if I'm up there, right, hopefully, or, (laughs) like, if I'm up there (laughs) and I'm looking down, and I'm, like, showing my ghost friends, like, hey, there's my body. Like, am I going to want to be looking at, like, a pile of dirt or, like, a pile of ashes and, like, watch my body get cremated? Or am I trying to be looking at my body, but it's, like, rotting? You've taken such an interesting approach to like, this. I was like, where can they scatter me? And what? you were like, if I'm looking down. Like, if I'm looking down or up. No, not up. If I'm looking down, I gotta manifest it. If I'm looking down, what do I want to see? Like, what am I trying to show off? Yeah, I guess. I just feel like while I do really love the idea of graveyards, I'm like, you can do the same thing. Like, but you can take a little bottle of me and some flowers and be like, there's there's Emily. Like, there she is. There's there she is. Right? in the corner oh my gosh would you ever like what about some alternative ways like if there were any alternative ways do you think you would ever like donate your body to science or whatever no and it's for such a dumb reason I'm just like so squeamish like this is kind of off topic but it relates earlier today my grandma had like a knee replacement thing another grandma not the one that we were cleaning house and my uncle's like telling me about how they basically like cut open your leg and then like re like they have to keep the veins intact but they have to take out your kneecap and I was like oh uh, uh, ew because I'm so squeamish I don't think I would like the idea if even like after I'm alive me being like part of a medical experiment oh yeah that's not for me and like what if what if they put me in something that's like ugly yeah or what if it's part of an experiment that goes wrong or becomes controversial and then I'm like tied to it yeah beyond the grave (laughs) Yeah. Or, you know what? I feel like getting scattered into the sea might be fun. 
It honestly might be. You get to just bob along forever. Yeah, but then, okay, this is also going kind of into deep, spooky territory. What do you think is at the bottom of the ocean? Oh, yeah, that scares me. Like, whenever, I feel like there's always posts on BuzzFeed that circulate where it's, like, that specific phobia where you can't see what's under the water. Yeah, I have and it. And I, yeah, I definitely have it. Like, I'm like, oh, no. And the fact that so much of the ocean is, like, undiscovered, I'm like, why are people out here scuba diving? You don't know what's down there. You might think you know what's down there, but you don't know what's down there. Oh, yeah, it really scares me, like, how they're like, oh, yeah, 90% of the ocean is undiscovered. And I was like, then discover it. Like, (laughs) we don't want to know that, like, okay, I know that there are some weird looking, like, fish with a headlamp on down there. But, like, what if there's a dragon or something? I don't know. That's scary to me. Yeah. Like, I I remember, like, that NASA, like, launched a Mars rover or something to see if there was traces of life on Mars. And I was almost like, please don't. Like, if there is, don't tell me. Like, I don't think my mind can handle any more stress right now. <laughs> like, knowing that there are aliens out there, like, that's too weird for me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know where I fall on, like, the believe in aliens thing. Like, I'm like, there's probably life out there. But if there is, I feel like it's probably, like, a single-celled organism or, like, bacteria or, like, something. Like, I don't think we're walking into E.T. up on Mars. Like, I'm just not too sold on that theory. Oh, yeah. Like, I definitely feel like there's life out there, but it can't be, like, because space is super big, right? So, like, there's got to be something. <laughs> yeah. I know? do love, like, a little, like, what, what's the little cartoon family? The Jetsons? Oh, Yeah. I would love if, like, space was just the Jetsons or, like, some really cartoony version. Like, that would be so cute. I would love that. Oh, my gosh. Another question that just popped up in my mind has somewhat to do with community, but you won't get there yet. Um, Do you believe in alternate timelines, alternate universes, like, that type of thing? Um, Sort of. Because I do, like, I do often get deja vu and I'm like, oh, I've definitely, or I'll, like, I don't know. I did definitely get the sense that there could be, like, alternate timelines. And I like to wonder, like, oh, like, say I'd done this instead of that. Or, like, even a, like, very minimal thing. Like, almost like time travel where they say, like, you're back in time and you, like, kill a bug and then, like, the world's over. Like, I do think about, like, maybe if I turned right instead of left at that stop sign, like, what could have happened? Like, what could have gone wrong? Like, I do think that's entertaining. And I think it would be, like, a cool concept if there was other timelines where those different possibilities did play out totally like i something about the butterfly effect trips me out so much like if i decide that i really want like i don't know a cupcake and i go drive there and then i drive by and then someone stops for me and then accidentally stop like it's so crazy to me that like everything is a domino effect and i I honestly feel like there are maybe not alternate timelines, but there's like a million possibilities. Yeah. I don't know. This is getting so like so trippy, less spooky, more trippy. Let's focus in. Um, okay. Emily, if there's one, I know you don't believe in ghosts. If there was one supernatural case that you were to believe, what do you think it would be? Okay. Well, this is going back to a classic. That three-part BuzzFeed Solved episode where they go to the island of the, the doll island. Something oh is going on there. I was gonna say the doll island. Let's talk about the doll island. I am a thousand percent sure that the doll island is like is haunted. 
Yeah. They're like, there's, I don't understand. Or like, uh, again, the skeptic in me, I want to say like, maybe he had a mental health thing and that's why he collected all the dolls. But like, the certain parts of that, I'm like, eh, eh, cause he like lived on the island and then somehow you're going to tell me that many dolls just magically washed up on shore and he got them. Like, no, that's some Annabelle, like, oh my gosh, did you see the meme about Annabelle escaping? What? Okay, so this is kind of in the realm of dolls. I saw this meme that was like, 2020, like, of course, I'm not even surprised by Annabelle the doll, like, escaping. And I was like, sorry, beg your pardon. So I went and Googled it, and it's like a whole hoax thing. Like, it wasn't true. Initially, I was like, yeah, why not? Why shouldn't that happen at this point? Oh, God. That scared me so bad. (laughs) I ooh, I don't do dolls. I cannot like no dolls. Please. No dolls. No dolls, please. Like, oh man, especially like old ones, absolutely not. Yeah, there's just something about like I feel like in general, like my younger sister has this cabbage patch doll that's eyes light up. No. Sometimes if yeah, and sometimes if I'm like going to my room, like the eyes will just light up or it used to like say things, like one of their toys will go off. And so, like, now they're, like, switched off. But I'm, like, oh, like, other toys, like, just, like, a little alarm on it sets off or whatever. Oh, yeah. That, speaking of which, I, like, there was a weird memory that I just have. Do you still, like, when you, if there's a dark room, do you run in and turn the light? Or do you, like, when you leave a room, to you turn off the light and then run outside really fast? Um. Sort of. I would say I do that. I would say I also, like, okay, this is going to sound kind of ridiculous, but my cousin and I are constantly talking about how my grandma, like, showing us NCIS, like, messed us up a little and how we're, like, we go into situations, like, overly skeptical. So there have been times, like, she's come over and she'll, like, grab a knife and just, like, lock around the house, be like, just doing a little quick peripheral, like, (laughs) if we're coming back from something. So I do feel like there's something, or, like, I'm obsessive about, like, locking our doors. Like, I have to always be the one that locks the doors. I have to, like, double-check them, and, like, it's insane. So I definitely still yeah. do things like that. All right, that. switching topics a little bit. This is something I want to ask you, because I feel like you would know about this, You because you're, like, kind of a witchy woman. Um, Is reading tarot against Jesus? Um... Okay, so funny you should ask. I was talking to my friend, and she was like, oh, like, we were basically talking about, like, tarot and, like, different horoscope stuff and how, like, it kind of depends on whether you're, like, very traditional, like, of one religion or you kind of, like, mix religions. I feel like, again, probably comes into the fact that I don't really think you turning over a certain card is going to actually do anything that I would say it isn't because, like you're basically playing cards like it's a little like fun little fortune game like it's mash but with printed out cards so i don't think it is but okay i don't know great because okay i've been thinking about this recently and i really want to start reading like my own tarot like one of my friends does it and she was like oh yeah it's kind of just a fun thing and you can ask it and it like oh you can kind of interpret it ha 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 like (laughs) that type of thing and i just like the look of the cards I kind of just like the mm-hmm. vibe that it gives me but I'm also like I don't know personally I'm pretty religious I, I don't even know like my my experience with religion is like 
an episode in itself, but I would consider myself like fairly religious. <laughs> and I don't know if that's like pagan witchcraft or something. Like, but I kind of want to start doing it. Like, I want to buy a little pack of cards and like, I don't know, have fun with that. Yeah. I, I get where you're coming from, but then I'm also like, I feel like whenever we think of like witchcraft, it's very typical of like, Oh, like women, like I, the whole Salem thing where they're like, they're powerful and they're single. They must like go down. So I'm like, I don't feel like it's really as much of a pagan witch thing as people would be like, oh, you're believing like you could be depending on how you use the cards, believing in something other than like God or Jesus, which would then be viewed as a negative. But like, it depends on how you use them. I feel like if you're just like, oh, haha, maybe I'll have good luck. Like it's not really on the same level as being like, and here comes my wealth card and, like, all that. Okay, do you thing, think you know? if I set it up and I had my little crucifix that sits on my desk, watch. And then I ask myself, Jesus, can you <laughs> present the cards to me? And I'm like, hey, Jesus, what's happening right now? And then Jesus, like, arranges them. Well, God does. But, like, God arranges them and he's like, this is what's up, Julia. And I'll be like, thanks, God. Do you think that's cool? I think it is. Some people might think it's weird to, like, mix religions. Like, I remember sophomore year, we read the whole thing about, like, spiritual but not religious. And they were like, don't mix religions. And I was like, I feel like it's a good idea. You take the best part of, like, each thing and you make, like, a better whole. So I would say, yeah, that's a good way to, like... Yeah, and I feel like Jesus always wants to, like, talk to us. So if he, like, is down to communicate over a card, that's cool. Yeah, also confirmation bias. So if you go in there thinking Jesus handed then you he's that card, handed you it. you're going to believe that Jesus mm-hmm. handed you that card. Praise be. What other spooky <laughs> things can we talk about? Let's see. I was trying to think of any other good. Oh, well, I thought of another thing that I would really want solved. is <gasps> D.B. Cooper. Cooper, yep. Like, I would really want that one solved just because it was one of those where so many people were like, I did it. No, I did it. Oh, my gosh. Wait, something else just popped in my head. The Watcher. I would want the, the Watcher, Watcher solved. That whole thing. I think oh. if there was any one case that I would want solved, it would either be, okay, it would either be John Bonet. I really want to know what happened to John Bonet. Um, I feel like the O.J. Yeah. Simpson case is already kind of closed, like. I'm not going to say anything about it, but, like, I feel like we all know who did it. Um, he wrote a book called If I Did It. I mean, I think the, it, it's so say, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to leave that one alone because I feel like that one doesn't need to be solved. Um, ooh, or, you know, mm, wait, hold on. What was I thinking of? It was really good. Jack the Ripper. Jack oh, yeah. A whole, like, vintage yes. moment. Jack the Ripper, honestly, was so interesting. It is. It's really interesting also just because I feel like it shows we as a human race have been obsessed with murder and crime for a long time. Like, this is not a new thing. You know what? Okay, this is kind of off topic. Not really spooky, but also kind of vintage. I don't know. I've been obsessed, like, obsessed with the whole Bonnie and Clyde thing. I love that. I yeah I love that I just think it's such a good like there are certain tropes that I will never get tired of and that whole like couple on the run like fleeing danger I'm like oh every time I will never get tired of the Bonnie and Clyde trope wow what a banger like oh my god it's so good I I can't even get over it 
Speaking of which, Queen and Slim. Have you seen it? I haven't, but I've wanted it to. Is have you? Phenomenal. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Both of the actors are so like mind-blowing in it. And it's so like important, I think, to watch like now. Cause okay, quick summary. If you have not heard of it, it's about this young black couple, and they go on this date for the first time, and then they're driving home from this date. And there's a police. <laughs> Wait, what do you call them? There's a police. <laughs> a cop. And he's there. And he pulls him over for like a taillight or something. And she's like a lawyer. And he like gets out of the car. And, she, and he's like, he pulls a gun on him. And she's in the car. And she's like, I'm a lawyer. Like, you don't have any right to do this. And then he just turns to fire at her. And then, he, and then the guy knocks him out of the way and accidentally kills this police. And like, it was on video or something. I don't know. And then... They go on the run because everyone's looking for them because they, like, they killed on accident this police. And, oh, my God. It's so good. That sounds really good. I like ones like that, like how you're saying, like, get out and, like, with us. Like, I like ones that, especially, like, Jordan Peele, how he's starting this kind of new genre that's, like, reality mixed with horror. And I think that's really good, especially, like, going forward in an era where we should really strive to make our entertainment like based around actual social justice issues i think that's like a really great concept that i hope filmmakers kind of yeah i think it's really like his genre is so groundbreaking because it's horror and it's action and psychological thriller and whatever but it's also so important and it brings up things that are so important in theme and metaphor and oh my god and sometimes just blatantly and it's such mm-hmm. it helps bring up like social justice issues and like race inequality and stuff like that in such a like in such a such a cerebral way that it makes it I honestly feel like it helps me as like a non-black person and like just as a person of color understand like the feelings and the situation a little bit better yeah definitely and it's like a good way to convey it because as much as I love documentaries I feel like they still get this rep of being like boring or people are like oh I don't want to watch like a documentary so by fusing it with something that people have like it's been tried and true that they are, are obsessed with those genres it's a really good way to like moving forward make sure we're still educated totally